What is up, y'all? Welcome back to the podcast. It is your host, Steve-O. This is Down to Chat, and hopefully y'all are down to listen. I have something very exciting for you today. It's not really something. It's more of a someone, and that someone is my first guest. I have my homie Carter, who I met on set of a show that I don't know if I can say. But I met him on Rap Shit. It's a show that we were on background for last week. Uh, met him there, and we had a great-ass time. Ended up giving him a tattoo today and was like, hey, man, let's do a podcast together. You down? And he was like, of course. So, Carter, how you feeling today? Feeling really good. Thank you for asking. <laughs> Glad to be here. I'm happy to be here. This is going to be a good conversation. Good. I'm down to chat. And that's I'm all that matters, man. You just got to be down to chat. Uh, we've been, we've actually been chatting for a while now. It's It's been like a solid 45 to an hour of conversation. And then I was like, bro, we got to record this. So, um I guess we'll just kind of like hop into it and, and we can kind of pick up from where we were. But first, uh, Carter, why don't you tell the audience, you know, like, why are you here? We're, we're both in Los Angeles, but why are you here? Right, right. Um, yes, hello. I'm Carter Callahan. Uh, I'm an actor uh, here in Los Angeles from Shreveport, Louisiana. Lived in Dallas, Texas for a while. Um, yeah, I think I'm here for, I guess, about the same reason you are. Uh, just out here to seek the dream. I th- more than anything, it's just seeing where uh, where the dream takes you. Because uh, I've got me personally coming out here, I didn't have any. What do you say? Like support or, or like a like a home base or I, I had support. I have I have great support, thankfully, for my family. Um, more than I had, I had a goal of mine, but coming out here, it was more. I don't want to place myself in a box and not be open to different possibilities. Gotcha. So it's. Uh, Do you feel like you're you've you've placed yourself in a box? I would like to say Carter's been here for about four weeks. He's going into week five mm-hmm. now, so he's he's freshly here. He's got that fresh perspective on Los Angeles from oh, yeah. from his hometown. So, do you feel like since you've been here, you are in a box? I don't know if I would say I'm in a box. Um, definitely, I don't want to be in a box. Uh, and I think really just what I mean by that is I don't want to say hey i'm gonna be an actor here in los angeles um i have the dream of making it big like any actor does you know that's the biggest thing is you know we we see ourselves being able to perform for the the grandest audience there is and however if you know if something happens whatever that may be and it's like hey your dream's taking you this way and i end up being you know a director, I end up being uh, a singer, songwriter, I end up being, uh, you know, a casting director or something. Um, for me, I don't think it would be responsible to be like, it wouldn't be responsible of my, of me seeking my dream to be like, um, no, I've got to stick to this one thing. I have to do this. Right. Like, because I feel like once you get obsessed with something, there's a healthy obsession and then there's the dark side of that of the obsession where it's like you gotta chill you gotta take a step back from your dreams sometimes I think and you know see it for what it is and realize that you know everything around you is is what matters is what counts so you're not closing yourself off to like opportunities that come but you have a path that you're trying to stay on yeah there's like yeah it's like uh like once you learn to to bowl with uh, 
just as an analogy here, like <laughs> once you learn to bowl with, you know, the, what do you call them? The, the kitty. The, what the, 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 rails. the things you put on the, yeah, the lane yeah. to like, a, <laughs> once, you, <laughs> once you learn to bowl with that and you kind of take them down, you know, you're free to kind of move how you want. You have a goal, but now that you have the goal, you're able to, you know, move freely rather than not having a goal and just saying, oh, you know, fuck it, whatever happens, am I allowed to? Yeah, yeah, okay, you're good, okay. bro. And I'm totally keeping this in there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you're just, you're, you're saying that like, you're taking on life without the bumpers, basically. Right, right. And there's a, uh, there's a book I read by Matthew McConaughey. I'm a huge Matthew McConaughey fan. Tell me so it's I, his I memoir. Always. Tell me it's the Matthew McConaughey memoir. Like, yes, the green lights. Yeah, have you read it? Nah, dude, I uh, heard some audio clips from it though. That, uh, that, that's so, good. There's a part he has in there where it's like, um, it's it's a bunch of different analogies, but one that I remember is he talks about uh, like dancing. You know, once you learn the choreography, then you're free to to make it your own. Then you're free to actually dance. Because once you're learning the choreography, you're like, you know, there just moves to you. There's no flow to it. So I think that kind of applies to chasing a dream, like he says in the book, where it's once you once you put up the map, you're able to go off road a little bit. Mm-hmm. You're able to you know seek different things out, and I think that's the greatest thing about being here is I've been able to meet people like you, like uh, everyone on rap shit. We met a lot of people just for for those listening. We met, I, I want to say probably like a good. We had like a squad yeah, there, dude. Probably like eight or nine people, like like together. Like we were homies, and I, I would say we're we. Oh, I think we are. We yeah. We are. We're actually gonna, we're gonna meet up with uh, another one of our our rap shit people later on today, which is pretty cool. Check um, him out on Spotify. His name is Zoetry. That's poetry with a Z. Uh, he's got some great music. Just a little shameless shameless shout out for him. That's what's up, yo. Hopefully you're listening. <laughs> listening, bro. Um, yeah, okay, so, like, I, I guess look at it in terms of, like, a script. Like, once you get your script down, then you're able to actually act out the part. Or right. you're able to like, give it your own spin or adjust it a little bit. Yeah, like, once you know your lines, then you can kind of improv a little bit, right. you know? So, that's kind of the goal coming out here to California, Los Angeles, is uh, just finding projects, finding ways to entertain uh, everyone that you can. I mean, it's, I think it's... It's a job, but it's a lifestyle, you know. It's a mindset. Yeah, I so, definitely agree with that. Yeah, so I'm, I'm so far, I'm enjoying it. Uh, it's so, so different than being part of the Bible Belt in uh, Louisiana. Uh, that's like the craziest thing I think for me so far has been the marijuana. Is like I'm being in Louisiana, you're constantly looking over your shoulder. You know, sometimes less than three grams is gonna buy you a ticket to jail. Yeah. So. Being out here and see, seeing people smoke so freely, I'm like, are y'all crazy? Mm-hmm. Guys, the fuzz. It's the fuzz is right yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to get you. So, And it was so funny. We were on set um, and like just had a bunch of people rolling up joints. And I partook a little bit. And still, I was looking over my shoulder and I was like... Oh, they're gonna they're gonna find us they're gonna fire us they're not gonna want to work with us anymore right and we had we had somebody i don't know if i told you this um we were smoking uh this joint and the, one of the uh the the crew comes up and like just kind of eyeballs us a little bit and i was like fuck we're done like a disappointment or just like he sees you kind of he just he saw us but then he comes up and he's really chill and he was like yeah y'all having y'all sell hey. some fun huh? <laughs> and i was like oh thank god <laughs> 
I thought it was going to be like, you all a background? Yeah, come with me. <laughs> yeah. Kicks you right off the set. Just like, don't ever come back. Mm. No one's going to work with you in the industry ever again. Well, that's the thing. That's what's that's what's actually uh, weird for me to think about is last week when we were on set, we were, I can't specifically remember what it was. I just remember this conversation um, where you can get like blacklisted so quickly. If you like do the wrong yes. thing, you can just be, you're, you're done. Without even knowing it. Yeah. Well, to, to my knowledge, you're able to be like that. Yeah. Like, I don't know if that's a hundred percent true, but like. It definitely, like, it used to be really bad. Um, I will say the Me Too movement actually brought a lot of leeway into that. Um, Mainly because now it's like, you'll find people that are going to be like, we don't want to work with you. You did this. You know, it's just complete assholes. There are assholes in the industry, and you got to look out for them. But I think now we're at a better place in the industry where we're at it's 2023 um where you can kind of mess up a little bit but if they don't want to work with you that's fine there Mm -hmm. are like thousands of shows thousands there's always work for actors Mm -hmm. so it's like if you get kicked off a set or you you know hopefully you're not getting fired hopefully you're being a, a good person but you know if you do if you say something that someone didn't agree with and they're like we're not working with you again Mm -hmm. it's like okay bye like you move on like you know you've you've got there's gonna be opportunity so that's that's some good advice i actually got from my cousin he was telling me you know if that happens don't don't beat yourself up like mm-hmm. you especially for young guys like us you know we're young we got like years and years ahead of us to you know grow within this this industry and uh as an actor as a person so it's yeah, don't beat yourself up. Mm-hmm. You know, you'll you'll get somewhere. I mean, that was some fantastic insight right there, no doubt. Um, just outside of acting, I'm I'm curious since you are still so fresh to Los Angeles and mm-hmm. just the scene and everything yeah. around here. I mean, relatively, I am too, but like you're you are fresh, yeah. bro. <laughs> um, I guess just like what what is your impression? What is your overall impression? Like, oh my gosh. That's a good question. <laughs> I know it's a, it's a big one because uh, I mean, I've got to be honest. That like when I first got here, this is actually a good story. When I first got here, um, we were supposed to go to the Burbank Airport. Uh, I was with my mom. She was staying for a week. Uh, she was dropping me off. Shout out to you, mom. Love you. Shout out and to Carter's mom. Let's what go. <laughs> <laughs> if she ever hears this, uh-huh. and uh, yeah, we we're supposed to go to the Burbank Airport because it's not as busy as the Lax. And I was just praying that we didn't have to go to Lax because I did not want to get stuck in all, you know, the human traffic there. Not, pause. (laughs) (laughs) Not human trafficking. I mean, you know, the the busyness of everything. The traffic of of humans. That doesn't sound good either. (laughs) That was worse. (laughs) Just the volume of people. We'll go with that. Yeah. There Mm -hmm. are just a lot of people at Lax. Totally. And we were on the plane actually as we were landing uh they were telling us look um maybe it wasn't no no we're we're actually in flight we're en route and they said because of the weather they couldn't land at burbank so we had to go to lax Mm. and in my mind i was like well shit i guess uh, i'll take this as a sign you know i'm supposed to we're we're supposed to go to lax It, it works out how it's supposed to and so we land, we you know get our bags from uh, baggage claim, and I lit. I turn to my left, and I'm like, 
that guy looks like Danny Trejo. Is that Danny Trejo? And my mom like comes and nudges me. And she's like, look, <laughs> that's Danny Trejo. And I was like, I know. And uh, she was like, do, do, do you want a picture with him? Oh, no. And, and I had the same reaction. I was like, I'm not going to be that guy. And because I told her, I was like, look, honestly, I'm content just being four feet away from this guy and, you know, seeing that he's actually a real person Mm -hmm. because I don't know if you've had this experience, like just growing up with people you see on TV, you almost convince yourself that they're not actually real. They're not real until you like see them in the environment, like you're saying, where they are. Like, as I see you right now, you're like, whoa, that's a person. Right. And I had that same reaction when I saw him, and I was like, you know what? I'm actually just content knowing that I, I saw Danny Trejo. And uh, yes, we, we left, and I think the biggest impression that I had first being in Los Angeles is just one, <laughs> just how much people do not give a fuck in this city. Yeah. And there's like there's a good side and a bad side to that, I think. Because coming from where I did, you kind of feel like all eyes are kind of on you. Small Any, town, yeah, it. small town, like anything you do, everyone's going to know about it eventually. It's not, it's not like to that extent, like, you know, like a super small town, but. Well, no, but, it, it, but people know about your stuff right. and what's going on. And it's like, like, you have to protect your, your public persona when you're walking around. Like, what do these people think of me? Sure. At least that's the mindset that I came from. And then moving out to Los Angeles, you know, I'm naturally a kind of, you know, flirty, flamboyant energetic kind of person who you know doesn't mind talking to people sure and i think being like even being in dallas texas like i I felt like maybe i had to submerge that a little bit but coming out here you know just walking the streets taking the bus you realize like you could trip and fall and utterly embarrass yourself and people are just gonna be like "Hmm." go about their day okay I mean, there's literally, like, a guy at the end of the street, you know, playing piano in the middle of the road, you know, dressed in, like, a Darth Vader costume. And they're like, oh, yeah, that's normal. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. And checks wow. out, what is it, uh, Tuesday? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Tuesday, yeah, that's about right. <laughs> right on time. <laughs> so, yeah, like, it's something that I love about this place is there have been so many places that I've, I've crossed, like, you know, oh, that's what I was going to say. When we got here, uh, we drove past, like, this pizza place. And I don't know what it was, but I could have sworn I saw that exact same outline, that exact same building area in a dream that I had, like mm-hmm. maybe a year ago, two years ago. And I was like, whoa, maybe maybe this is a, maybe this is a sign. Like I, I truly did feel like I was exactly where I was supposed to be at the exact right time. Um, As in like a deja vu kind of thing? Yes. Or, okay. Yeah. Like I was like, I've been here before. And it just, it felt so good to be in a place that, that you've dreamed of your entire life of like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to Los Angeles. People may not believe in me, but I'm gonna get there. And I don't even think I believed it at some point because there was definitely a moment where in Dallas, Texas, I was like, yeah, I'm gonna be in Los Angeles someday, but it was always someday. Yeah. It was never like, this is when it's gonna happen. I'm gonna be in Los Angeles this day whatever Mm -hmm. it was always just you know uh somewhere somewhere along the line and then when you finally get to that place that you've had dreams about your entire life for me like since fifth grade it just i don't know like a third eye opens within you where like 
you just kind of embrace everything. You're like, wow, this is amazing. Mm -hmm. I still haven't gotten past the shock of just, you know, walking down the street and just seeing people go about their day and like the palm trees. Oh my gosh. The specifically placed palm trees. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, that's not supposed to be here, but... But it looks really good. It's like, that's the LA vibe. It's, It's weird that you said that like that you're using this as an example because my last week's episode called the epiphany um i i legitimately had an epiphany like along the same lines of like i've seen where i'm at almost almost like as visible as like the apartment that i'm in Mm. that i've seen myself in this position and i was like my younger self was like you know what like yeah that's where i want to be and then i like just had this feeling of holy shit like I right. wanted to. I'm at the place where I wanted to be, or like this is the step towards where it is. So I cannot believe that you just brought that up, and that's yeah. where things start happening. Where it's like, yo, things happen for a reason, or like you meet people for reasons and you do things for reasons. Um, I love that you like had that feeling and that you're. Yeah, there was. Uh, I don't know. It's kind of like going back to what I was saying about, you know not chasing the dream but allowing the dream to guide you in a way right is like now that for me now that i'm here in los angeles i could honestly i i'm content i'm not satisfied but i'm content now where it's like okay yeah what what happens happens like even if i somehow have have a shit career i could have the worst career i could have like a you know a nicholas cage type of career that just goes straight down the drain hey, he's coming back he's coming back <laughs> he's coming back uh, like it could be like that mm-hmm. and i would be perfectly okay with that because i'm like you know what not many people can say they bet it all that they you know they followed their dreams and you're truly like investing in yourself right yeah like you're invested in your dream uh and it's like something that you can bring down to, you know, your children. If you, you know, maybe somewhere down the line that happens, you can, it's it's easier to tell them to follow their dreams when you've done it yourself rather than, you know, hanging up the coat and being like, yeah, kids, go follow your dreams. You can be whatever you want in this life. Mm-hmm. But they don't have anything to, to hold on to, to be like, yeah, I can do that. So like now that I'm here, which is not by the grace of myself it is by the grace of a higher power of my family my my friends my creative team that have gotten me to this place it is the efforts of every single person around me it's not just me so by no means am i saying i'm here because i put in all of the hard work Nah, but but give yourself the credit as well though you know like right. you have the support you have that team but at the same time you know you you literally have to do it too so I think it's very cool that you're able to acknowledge and see that, but also yeah. don't forget to give yourself that credit. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I got, yeah, give me, yeah, yeah, you pat, pat yourself myself, on the back. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, let the record stand, he is patting himself on the back at the I moment. I am. <laughs> <laughs> there, I mean, the, like where I'm living now, I'm. Uh, I have a place with my cousin. He offered me, you know, this place in the back where somehow his other roommate just that didn't work out, and. I got the call while in Dallas, and they're like, yeah, come on down. Um, he said I didn't have to pay rent for now, and it was like the clouds parted. I hope you know that's and a really, like, lucky thing. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's amazing, first of all. It, like, it blew my – because you kind of get that feeling of 
I don't know what to call it, like shame almost of like, well, why, why should I? Like, you know, mm-hmm. everything is happening. It's almost like too good to be true almost. Mm-hmm. Where like the lead up to getting here, I was waiting for something to be like, ah, sorry, something happened, you know, go back to your life in Dallas, Texas. Right. Um, maybe another time. Right. So you, you feel that sort of like, there's a word for it, but like, like you're not worthy of... Well, it's doubt. Like you're, you're almost yeah, doubting it's a your... strong doubt within yourself where you know you don't know if you know you're even allowed to do it. Mm-hmm. Like to come out here with all of this good luck, you know, mm-hmm. these people who love you and want to see you succeed. So I, I think a big part of the journey has also just been giving myself permission to accept that. Like you know, there are people that care about me. Like I was saying, my creative team, my family, my friends who have put me here. So it's it's good to have that, you know, and good to, you know, be grateful for it mm-hmm. and not, you know, be stuck up, pretentious, you know, that sort of thing. Uh, I think recently I've the word grateful. And this whole conversation, like it's, it's resonating with me a lot and mm-hmm. we'll probably go into it more once the podcast is over. Sucks to suck. And uh <laughs> But the word grateful has been something that in the past like couple of weeks I've like sat with a lot more and I've been looking at where I'm at and the things that I'm doing and the opportunities and the people that I've met. I've just been like, wow, like this is really amazing. Like I'm, I am so grateful and I literally will say the word. I'll be like, I'm so grateful for this or mm. like, I can't believe this is happening. Like I'm so grateful and I'm just like thinking about it, thinking about it. And then again, to hear you say these words, like it's just resonating yeah. And for people that are listening that that know me um, and I guess like more of my story, it's so nice to feel some kind of validation in the way that I feel through someone else. Just knowing that like I'm not alone in that like mm. I know that other people believe in themselves. I know that people believe in me. They believe in Carter, whatever it may be. But when you share these commonalities and you hear it from someone else's mouth directly, someone that like you're having an intimate conversation with it just almost sets it in stone more that like it is possible and it comes down to being grateful and believing in yourself and getting rid of that self-doubt and that's what i think is so amazing about just this place overall is that carter and i are actually talking about this before we started recording but you can you can do whatever you want and you can Mm -hmm. be whoever you want and at the end of the day the only thing that's going to hold you back is you and, and truthfully, like, if you do feel like you're being held back, um, ask yourself why. Evaluate. Look mm. at the factors. If there's an external factor, if it's internal, if there's something stopping you or you don't have enough money or time. Like, I think that there are things that can be done to an extent. And obviously, everyone's life is different. But I think that there are things that can be done for you to be able to live up to your dreams and your potentials, whatever you're looking for. But you have to believe it. Mm. And once you start believing it, that's when it really starts falling into place. Um, so yeah, I think we're gonna I think we're gonna call it good on that one. This was the <laughs> this was the interview with Carter Callahan. Um, Carter, you have any final words? Any parting parting messages? Uh, thanks for uh, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Um, hopefully, we can do this again and have Absolutely. another good good podcast. I've got a, you know a lot of stuff that I want to talk about, so I think it, you know it'd be good to you know kind of link up again and do this i'm so this is fun
Carter's a, a writer. He's just a creative mind overall, so this will not be the last time that we hear from him oh, yeah. or that you probably see him <laughs> on my socials or anything like that. Um, but yeah, I actually I didn't have a song of the week going into this. I completely forgot, but in the middle of Carter uh, speaking, it reminded me of this song, which I really, really hope that I haven't said before. I had to start writing them down. It's called Daydream by Lily Miola, and if I said that wrong, then I messed up. But yes, Daydream, Lily Miola, it's a great song. It's just basically being like what we just said. Believe in yourself. Don't quit your daydream. Like truly, truly invest in yourself. Believe in yourself. Believe in yourself. Come on now. So that is down to chat. I'm so glad y'all were down to listen. And I'm so glad that Carter was down to chat with me today. Uh, Tune in next week for the next episode of Down to Chat with your host, Steve-O. Again, follow me on the socials. Read underscore Stevo, R E I D underscore S T E V O. TikTok if you want at PB Swirl. And Carter, what's your what's your Instagram? If you want to follow me, I am Carter Callahan. Callahan is one L, not two. C A L A H A N. That's I think that's about the only social I really have. That's the only one you need, brother. Unless you want my Snapchat. Yeah, we'll get into the uh, nitty gritty. Yeah, Just you know, shoot me a DM and I'll get you Carter's, <laughs> get you Carter's yeah. Snapchat. But uh, anyway, y'all, again, thank you for listening and tune in next week. Peace.